Welcome to Just Charisma, episode 62. I'm your host, Brayden Charisma, and joining me today is Mickey Findlay. How are you? I'm good, Brayden. Thanks good. for having me today. No problem. So Mickey has started this organization called Works of Heart, and basically they're promoting kindness, you know, we're um, basically above all, and just trying to spread it and, you know, get more out there mm-hmm. instead of just, you know, a lot of the negativity that really is out there. Yes, exactly. I just, it just seems like, Brayden, right now, our world is becoming more and more divisive. For sure. Right? And to me, language is, is so important because often we, we think about political correctness, right? Mm-hmm. And I used to think of oh, political correctness, right? But you know what? There is something to that because language is so important. We start calling, for instance, immigrants illegals. Instead yeah. of people, right? Then you start to look at them as yeah. lesser than. Totally, when they're really not. Like, they're everyone's equal, right? That's the whole point of everyone being, like, there's their own person just because mm-hmm. they come from different areas, different backgrounds, or whatever it may be. Like, no exactly. one should be treated any lesser because they are not the same as you. Exactly, Brayden. <laughs> yeah, and so I guess that's, that's really the gist of this is so we take... Um, uh, what we do is we try and inspire kindness. So, Absolutely. And and also celebrate diversity and challenge bullying and racism. Which is awesome. Right. Because yeah. I just, uh, I want to, I want a world that I want my grandkids to live in and be safe and happy and, and have a good attitude towards their fellow man instead of, of just, you know, being afraid of somebody that just because they're different or from another country or. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, like, there shouldn't, and they shouldn't be like, you know, if there's, no one needs to be bullied, because there's nothing worse than being scared to leave your house because of mm-hmm. some, what someone did to you, and that's that's just not fair, that's just taking away happiness from somebody. And it is. Everyone deserves to, like, live life to the fullest. Exactly. And just enjoy it, because like, we're not, we're not here forever, like, no. and it'd be better, the, the better that your ride be happier than not. I, I, I like what you said about us not living forever because I think I, I, I'm an idealist, right? Totally. And I really believe that I'm on this earth for that short time for a reason. And I think that I need to look at my creative talents, for instance, and say, okay, what can I do with those? How can I use them to, to inspire others to be kinder and to build bridges to people instead of putting up walls? So I just want to take whatever I've been given, whatever gifts I've been given, to make a difference in the world while I'm here. Of course, yeah. I'm 63 like, years old. I don't know how long I'm going to live. You well, know? Well, for a long time, right? But <laughs> absolutely. Like, like, I mean, like, some people who don't... There's people who don't make it past 20. There's people who don't mm-hmm. make it past 40. And, like, yeah. not... And, like, it's just, like, you don't know how long you're going to be here for, so you might as well make the best of it while you're here. Absolutely. What concerns me too, Brayden, is the fact that kids can't get away from bullying anymore. I mean, it used to be... Yeah, I guess, yeah, with the like electronics and everything, exactly. it's way harder to escape it, especially like, just yeah, with social media, like, it's just boom, it's, you send the one mm-hmm. thing and then it's just, everyone's seen it and then it's just, you can't, you can't run away. It's not like, yeah, yeah when you guess like... My parents were kids, or when you were younger, you know, people would fight. They would, you know, do whatever they had to do. But then, typically, it's dealt with. Yeah. Or like, you know, you don't, you wouldn't, ha- you don't have to worry about running into said bully. Not, you know, 
just have him like attack you from social media or mm-hmm. whatever. Yes, and and physically maybe, but but yeah, kids can't get away from it anymore, and 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 that that's horrible. Totally. Right? It's horrible. It's it's shaming. It's demeaning, and I don't I don't understand it personally. I think that a lot of these kids that are bullying, perhaps they are bullied as well. Yeah, like. Right? It's just not at this, home or wherever. Totally right. Like it could be like that. You know, they're they're upset, so they just take their frustrations mm-hmm. on someone else because, but they don't know how to express it. You know, or like they don't know what to do. So they, or like I guess if it were like coming from home, they just reacting elsewhere. So mm-hmm. then it's acting like, out. Yeah, acting out exactly. Yeah. So it's hard to like. You can't always. You can't blame blame the person for bullying, but at the same time, they should know better. They have to. Yeah. yeah absolutely. So, yeah, so works of heart. I, how it all started is I was driving to work one day. I used to work at the Sally Ann, but I'm oh, yeah. retired now. Nice. And you know what they say? You're never busier as when you retire. It's so true. <laughs> That's oh, what I hear. <laughs> so, anyway, I was driving to work, and I just, you know, I was so, I'll be really honest with you. Uh, I try not to bring politics into works of heart because I don't want to put walls up between people. For sure. But my, um, what this came from was my horror of what was happening in the States and the divisiveness and the, um, and the racial slurs and so many things I was seeing that was really upsetting me. Yeah. Like it's, it's very like, it was very like, they were so blunt about it and it was Mm -hmm. just like, why? Like, and fear. Totally. There's so much fear. Right. Because we, we hear about the few. We f- hear about the few extremists, and people start thinking, "Oh my God, you know, the, they're all terrorists, or they're all whatever." Yeah. And the same with the immigrants; they're all illegals. Well, they're not. For one thing, it doesn't. It's not illegal to look for asylum for your family. For one thing. Right. So, so for me, I I was so so upset and so angry, and. I was ranting on Facebook about it. I still do once more. <laughs> I have to admit. And I thought, well, I don't even know if this is even doing any good. Probably not. Gets it off my chest, but I don't know. But, yeah, like you're wondering if it's like people are scrolling and actually reading it or if they're just like, eh, I'm not, like if they're not going to take the time of day or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Or whatever, yeah. And so I was driving to work and I just, I suddenly got this idea. I thought, okay, I'm going to have to find a way to combat all these things that are bothering me in a positive way. Absolutely. And actually, it was it was a, a friend that a family friend that was that um, suggested to me that I find a positive way because she was noticing all the rants and yeah. And I thought, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna start something. And I thought, what can I do? I don't feel particularly uh, intelligent. I'm certainly no genius, and but I am creative. I've and, got that going. And for that me. goes a long way. Sure. Right. Yeah. So what can I do? And I thought, well, I'll take my creative talents and I'll use them for positive change. So um, our, I, I gathered together. Somebody said, there was a quote actually I saw somewhere, and it said, if you want to accomplish something great, then get a whole bunch of people around you that are more intelligent than you. So I thought, okay, that makes sense. So... So I called a bunch of people, emailed them or whatever that I knew, and said, I'm going to have a brainstorming meeting, and uh, I need your help. And so 
our first meeting was 15 people at Serious Coffee in Parksville. Oh, wow. That's a good, that's a pretty good, like, get-together. Like, I was surprised, yeah. actually. Yeah, many came, oh, you actually coming? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, so we brainstormed a name. We brainstormed just a, sort of an oversight of, of everything. Like, how, how could we get started? And uh, it kind of went from there. So we, our very first um, public display um, was we formed a huge human heart for anti-bullying. Oh, yeah. Okay. Out of people, right? That's cool. Yeah. And it was, we found a, a field in Parksville and people wore pink and we just formed this huge human heart and it was for us we got the the we, we had a um, shawl come down and oh yeah the, okay nice the news the mayor and a bunch of people and and just to say hey you know what you're not alone you're if you're bullied you're not alone absolutely we're here like, right like, don't be afraid to reach out like that's the mm-hmm. i think that's the hardest thing for people who are being bullied or anything like that or face discrimination is that yeah they just they they don't feel like they have anywhere to go to and then and then it's obviously like you know they just it just keeps happening and then nothing nothing changes right exactly i'm an adult and it happened to me i was going to barbering school one of many things i've done and didn't fall through <laughs> i mean i finished did well but decided i hated cutting hair fair enough <laughs> so i cut my own that's it but uh, uh, my but um while i was there there was a lady there that was so awful and she was she was just a bully but you know, and I'm sensitive, right? I'm okay. really am. I have. I am not a tough, tough cookie right, whatsoever. Yeah. I'm a baby. So this really upset me. And a counselor came to our classroom, and she said, "If any of you are having issues at all, um, whatever, you can come to me." I didn't do it, and you know why? Because I was an adult, and I thought. I'm an adult. I should be able to deal with this on my own. Right. But next thing I know, I can't sleep. Right, because it's just bothering you so much. So anxious. So it isn't just in schools. It's in workplaces. Anywhere. Yeah. Like you could just literally be walking walking down the street and then it could happen, right? Like it's, Absolutely. It's, it's unfortunately unavoidable. But like, you know, it's the thing is you got to, there's got to be, there's, Obviously, you know, you just hope that it doesn't happen. Well, you know, I talked to a, another lady, actually, just the other day. And she said she was bullied so badly at work that she had to quit. And she had to go back to get a check or something. I don't remember what it was. But she went even just to turn the doorknob of that workplace. And just like it all came rushing back. Yes. It was like PTSD. I believe it. Just like... Yeah, yeah, yeah like they, they, like you... And then, because she'll never have a good memory of that place now. Like, whenever no. she returns, it'll just be like, if she ever ha- sees it or something, it'll just be like an immediate mm-hmm. rush of, like, just horrible feelings, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, this is a, it's just a reality. And we think, I think we think we're, because we're on the island, we're kind of sheltered from a lot of it. Because you don't hear much, you don't see much of it. Yeah, like, I get what you're saying. Because right? we're so much smaller than, like, places that... Just bigger cities, like sure. we were talking about earlier, Vancouver, where there's just so many more people, so it's a lot easier probably to notice. I think so. And I I follow the American um, uh, politics quite a bit, and partly because I have family there as well. And so you hear a lot more of it out of the States, I guess. And But it is here, and often it's really hidden. 
and um, and we just so we just want to take our creativity, whatever it is that we do well, whether it's maybe you're a painter, for instance. Right. We had our first works of heart art show, works of heart show. <laughs> That's cool. And uh, uh, invited all kinds of different uh, artists, and they painted, uh, sculpted, whatever, anything. That celebrated diversity, for sure. Multiculturalism, uh, kindness, and um, it was beautiful. It was just beautiful. We had um, a video that I created for it. Oh, cool! With, with the song I wrote. Yep. We had um, we had a huge wall that was set up uh, in the Nanaimo Arts Council. Oh, nice! And that's where it was, Nanaimo Arts Council. They collaborated with Works of Heart, and we had a big uh, wall set up with a big canvas. So anybody could come off the street and paint something that that involved something from their heart. Totally. Right? So they could be a part of that, of the show. So, which is important because it's about inclusivity, right? Absolutely. Is yeah. that a word? Inclusivity? I think so. Inclusiveness? You know what I mean. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but uh, no, it really, it, and we had um, multicultural kind of music playing when people walked in and and uh, it really, it really did my heart good. So, I guess I'm an inspirer. I, I hope I am. I want to inspire people. I want this to take off all over the world. Um, people inspired to use their talents to speak up. Uh, peaceful activism. That's a huge thing for me. I, that's my passion, actually. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Like I'm sure. Yeah. Like, I get, I get protesting and everything, but. It's always you, always, you only hear about the stuff that where people are getting hurt or people are, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's always like worst case scenario type things. And it's, and it's, yeah. And I believe you can do the same thing peacefully totally. and creatively. I'm sure like, right? yeah, like, I think there's a place for both. There are times when I think you absolutely have to stand up for like the women's march was uh, to me was very important and to see so many thousands upon thousands of women standing up and saying no you know we we have rights we need to be treated with respect um so i think there are times when i mean martin luther king for instance yeah, junior exactly. right um he had to speak up for blacks because of all the awful things that were happening to them they were treated like again be, they were treated badly because of language they were how can i put that it was like they were not human yeah, like what, right. Like they like treated like a like a dog or exactly. I guess like. Well, yeah. Yeah, but like but yeah, probably worse than most people treat their dogs. Probably, I mean, I'm assuming you know? people treat their dogs pretty good. I would think so. Yeah. So, but yeah. <laughs> but dehumanizing yeah, a segment of society—that's where the danger is, and I I'm seeing this happen more and more now, and that's where I want to bring uh, the language back to. This is a human being. This person has feelings. They have black skin. So what? They're from Syria. So what? They're human. They yeah. have they have feelings. Absolutely. And um, and they're just they're just like us. Totally. So then, um, like what? Uh, like I know you had your painting shop. So like, what else are you guys start are uh, working on to kind of like whatever events or whatever? Or what else are you trying to do to kind of like promote and spread the message? Well, I'm glad you asked, <laughs> Brayden. <laughs> um, we are on March twenty second at Ground Zero Acoustic Lounge in Parksville uh, from 2 to 4 p.m. We are having a concert that is called Heart Song for Humanity. Okay. 
And um, we have some two amazing bands, Terrazetto, which you may have heard about in Nanaimo. Okay. And Sweet Santa Fe from Comox. Um, headliners, really. really. Nice. And very multicultural, world music, yeah. beautiful stuff. Um, we have uh, Doug Picard of Ground Zero. He, he runs the place. He's actually going to have a drum circle where everybody can get involved. Oh, cool. That'll be fun. It'll be really fun. Yeah. Um, I'll be singing the song I wrote with Terrazetto. Nice. They, they recorded it for me. And oh, perfect. So, yeah. That was nice. But uh, we'll have a spoken word artist, Susan Peterson, who is brilliant. Um, and we'll have a silent auction as well, uh, which starts at 1 o'clock. Oh, yeah, okay. But the really, it's yes, it, it is a fundraiser, but that is not... That's not the primary focus. No. The focus is everyone understanding the message and then taking it with them. It's kind of like paying it forward, right? Like exactly. You want them to take that message, be like super happy, super awesome, mm-hmm. and then just continue to spread it and, and hopes it would, uh, you know, eventually that's all you see. Exactly. And that's what I'm hoping from that is that people see this and say, okay, I, I want to do this too. Maybe I can do it in my city. Yeah, totally. Right. right? Yeah. Like there doesn't have to just be this town. Like mm-hmm. it can be like, it'd be great if it could, you know, start with the Island and then just keep working your way outward and absolutely, till, you know, eventually that's, I'd like to go on the road, but I think I'm getting too old for that. <laughs> Well, I mean, you can probably... I think you could get to Vancouver. <laughs> I could probably make it that far. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so that'd be cool. I mean, like, at least that way, like, it's going to be, like, probably, I would assume, like, a bigger event. So, hopefully, like, tons of people show up. And I can only anticipate nothing but smiles and fun. I'm sure. And I'm, what I'm hoping to, Braden, is that um, this will be the, the seed that starts it all. Totally. Right. And then maybe next year, what we could do is find a bigger venue, even invite all kinds, maybe have, um, like Parksville Multicultural Day, for instance, I went to my first one last year. Okay. And, uh, it was lovely because you had different kinds of foods. You had, you met people. I met a beautiful Syrian family. That were just so kind and so lovely. They got they were brought over um, by somebody that was there at multicultural um, event, and just they they took he basically made it possible for them to come over. And, That's cool because they were coming from horrible. Oh, I'm sure. Like, horrible. Yeah, I'm sure. Like their previous situation was probably like astronomically worse. These people lose their homes. They lose their jobs. Yeah. They, are many of them are um, are in, in total danger um, of getting killed. They've had family members killed, and sometimes we just we're because we're not in that. We I think we forget or not completely aware of the horror that some of these people are coming from. Yeah. So. I don't know. I just have a soft spot for what they go through. I get that the immigration thing is a huge, huge issue, um, but they need to be treated like human beings. And totally, that's yeah. just com- compassion. Absolutely, like they definitely. It's it's always weird because they're always such it's always such a hairy topic depending on who you talk to, and it'd mm-hmm. just be nice if you know whether whether they agree with it or not. They still didn't just treat them with any disrespect or anything. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? Most of us are, in a way, immigrants. Our 
some of our grandparents or great-grandparents came from other countries. Yeah, exactly. So at some point, down, down your ancestral trail, there's probably like a good likeliness that Mm -hmm. that your grand great great however far down the yeah. line came to canada or wherever you're exactly. living in right now exactly we're all we're all one we're human yeah exactly like nothing really should change that um and then you were saying that uh you have some of the silent auction items and they're mostly art right now right now we have some beautiful art yeah. yes but what um we're just starting to collect items brayden so it's hard for me to say what we have because totally. i don't know yet Absolutely. But, um, I, well, I'm actually donating <laughs> myself a basket of, uh, I make creative um, beachy type treasures. Oh, cool. So I'll make a big uh, basket full of those. But um, what I'm hoping is that people will see your podcast and, um, and hear me on the radio and say, hey, you know what? I like what they're doing. I'd like to donate something awesome. Absolutely. The auction. That would be great. I'd be so appreciative of that. Definitely. And what else is really cool is you're going to be on Shaw to talk about this. So I am. That's it's also quite really the day cool. for me. Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy because, like, like you're, like, going to be on TV. Like, people who watch the news will see this stuff, like... How much stress do I want in a day? <laughs> Literally, though. <laughs> Although you make me feel very comfortable, Brent. That's, Thank you. That's the idea. Thank you. <laughs> yes, yeah, so tonight I'll be on Shaw, the show it's called, with Kathy Trupp Holmes, um, who's interviewed me before. That's cool. With a story that I wrote for Chicken Soup. and So she'll be there. It's just a five-minute thing, but I'll but just I mean, talk it, about that. It's still five minutes. Oh, absolutely. Like, right? Like, it's still five minutes of time that, you know... Whether 10 people see it or 1,000 people see it, that's still, like, five minutes of, like, people. And so, like, those, of those 10 people, seven could be, like, oh, this is really cool. Or of those 1,000 people, like, 300 could be, like, this is great. And then sure. all of a sudden, it's just all of a sudden people start talking about it and then boom. And you then, never know. Yeah, exactly, right? Just have to put yourself out there. And she invited me, which was awesome. I didn't oh, that's have to even, bug her. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That, that, that's good to know that, like... They, like the community seeing what you're doing and then mm -hmm. they're starting to get behind it and then that way they're going to help propel like this message out and then you can only hope it's just going to like it's going to be like a snowball effect right where it just gets bigger and bigger that's my dream yeah that's my dream Brandon. and i really i really hope that and i believe that in my heart because i think that when i drove to work that day and got this vision sort of right yeah like this just idea yeah yeah i i, I think there's a reason for it you know, I do, and uh, I think it's needed, and I think we're in a, in a, like I said, in divisive times, and I think we need to hear more of this and see more of this. Totally. And I think we are. I mean, I'm noticing uh, on TV, uh, even shows that we enjoy, we hear more about kindness and, mm -hmm. you know, um, and, and the fact that we're all human, and I'm hearing more of it out there, so it's clearly the message for the, for 2020 i'm sure absolutely and i think if you're looking for the kindness you're gonna find so much more than if you weren't uh so like i feel like if you're a very pessimistic person you're probably not only gonna see the pessimistic stuff but if you're you know positive and just you know you're not participating in anything negative it's only gonna just keep you're just gonna be like oh that's really nice that's really good and then the message is just going to kind of keep hitting you in the face. Not like... Absolutely. Like, not intensely or anything, but you'll just be like, oh, this is, like, good to see. 
I agree. And I think um, that's why I had to change my whole attitude from the ranting and anger of what I was seeing in the States to what can I do to, to twist this? How can I use this in a positive way? Absolutely. Like right? just 180 it and then all of a sudden now this message, what was a rant, I'm not saying it was rude or anything, but you could tell like it was not like... I don't know, maybe you were just I was telling you were frustrated. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to the point where now it's just people probably read this message and be like, oh, this is like a super positive, powerful message. Yes. And then it probably ins- hopefully inspires them to like maybe look into it mm-hmm. or see what they can do or just honestly like read that post and then walk away like really happy. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, they could have been there since they're a little bit happier, they're doing all of a sudden they're like, oh, that. Doing something for the going the extra mile or just like you know paying it forward. Absolutely. In fact, I noticed that some of the people in our group we have a private brainstorming group on Facebook, and then Makes we sense. have our public page. Yeah. And that helps us to me to keep people in the loop, and and so we can plan things like we want to plan um, acts of kindness, creative acts of kindness. Okay. We're gonna start a little um, task force to do that. That's cool. Yeah, I think that'll be really fun. Um, we have a few plans in that direction, but I'm noticing that. Some of the people are putting more and more messages out there online about kindness and inclusion. And that makes me happy because I'd like to hope um, that I was a part of that, inspiring that. Totally. Right. And like that's going to, at the end of the day, like that's going to feel really good. Like knowing that this movement and was just all like, you know, you're a, a big portion of like getting it going. And then just, you know, it's nicer to see more people smiling than it would be to like see them looking miserable mm-hmm. so i think uh, i think it's from what you've told me it seems like it's starting to gather some steam and it's gonna sound like it's gonna really start to uh, move forward pretty fast i think so thanks for saying that brayden of course i i'm now that i'm retired i have the time to put into it that i didn't have before that's fair and so i but again like i said now that i'm retired of course i'm busier than ever but i this is my passion so it doesn't feel like work right? yeah exactly so it's just like you're just having so much fun doing this, and I like no one can take that away from you. That's, Absolutely, which is awesome. And it's, and and passion is runs deep, and I I think if you pay attention to what you're passionate about, then you have a better life. Totally right. Not everybody has that luxury. I'm very fortunate, right, that yeah. I can do that at this time in my life. Um, but yeah, I, I I just can't imagine a life where you can't follow your passion. Totally right. Yeah, you can't. Whether it at least be a side hustle or something, if you're not doing something that just absolutely drives you and like you're super passionate about it, then I mean that. Don't get me wrong, you can do it, but it just won't be as fun. No. So would you say your long-term goals would be to spread this across the world, or do you have? Absolutely. Some... Why not? Yeah. Or like, what's your like? What's your short-term, long-term goal? Well, my short-term goal, I think, is just starting that task force. Okay. And so that we have specific things that we're planning. So what we're going to do is join up for coffee once a month. Okay. Plan something cool. A flash mob, for instance. Well, those would be cool. Uh, I've always wanted to do a flash mob. You know, about kindness, though, right? Um, So, and then we'll meet another time a month where we actually do whatever it is we've planned out in the community. So that's our short-term goal is okay. to have specific things that we're doing like that and not just big events like our, our yeah. concert in the 22nd. Yeah, exactly. Because like, you know, not everyone, say for example, can make like one event if it's like only, you know, once every three months and then it's like, well, now they got to wait six months for that, right? Like if That's it's right. just like, oh, you know, like today is, we're going to go like, 
just have like a big community soccer day or whatever where you know obviously you know or whatever it is maybe yeah. right well not maybe not soccer you should see me playing soccer that was hilarious oh my gosh <laughs> not a good thing not for a me good thing. <laughs> and my long-term goal um I want to be on the Ellen show for one thing and I'm going to take you with me all right so because I think Ellen I love Ellen who doesn't like realistically though like who doesn't who doesn't like how can you not yeah and I because she represents not because I want to be famous I used to be like that but, but I mean, not so much that's now that's kind of like everyone's dream as a child well, or like, probably. right like everyone wants to be successful and famous because it seems so much fun but no one understands like the stress or anything like oh, that, right? Oh yeah. I mean, even just coming here and going to Shaw, it was like a <laughs> basket case. I haven't eaten today. Oh wait, I did have one bar with my coffee, but that's, that's it. Good. But <laughs> but I want to be on. The only reason I want I am laughing about being on the Ellen show. But your message will be so much well. Like, it'll be so widely received, well, it right? Well, and I want because she does so many things out of her heart and kind. She reaches out to people with kindness and. She doesn't look down on people that are different. No, right? Like, no, different. like she literally treats everyone like they're the same. Like yeah. she gives everyone the same benefit of the doubt. Absolutely. Like, but, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I interrupt. I'm terrible at interrupting. Um, so, no, that's not my long, long term goal. That's simply something I think would be very cool and I'd love to do. Um, but my long term goal is really just getting this out there. I'd love to see every city, every town. Absolutely. Starting a group like this where they're focusing on actual uh, works of heart, works of kindness, acts of kindness. Uh, yeah. Like definitely. planning them and getting it out there. Yeah, it all, I mean, it only takes like one act of kindness to like almost like you can, someone could be having like the worst day, someone could do something for someone, and then it's like whole 180, their day is like changed. It's like, why would Absolutely. they did this for me? And then all of a sudden it's just. It just spirals, right? Like, it just snowballs. It just goes, and then it's it's all it takes. It's just one, and then that's right. It can save their life for that matter, right? Literally, though, like it's you never know. You really don't know what every, everyone's going through. You don't. But if you can be that impact, where you like honestly, if you like whether it change their day, make mm -hmm. their day even better than it already is, or whatever it may be, like that's what I think we're on this earth for. Yeah, totally. To learn to love others. Right? Yeah. To reach out and to use our gifts we've been given to make a difference in the world. I think that's it. I and, agree. Right? And, um, and, and speaking of we never know what people are going through, I used to be clinically depressed for years, Brayden, and I was always a good actress. I could put on an act. You put on like a good game face. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I don't think even my closest friends, they might have suspected, but, but I don't think they knew. What it would, and that's crazy, right? Because not, no, not everyone will tell people and like... No because they're ashamed of it or they don't know what to do and then people try to help them and then they just get frustrated because it's like you can't help me because you don't understand and yeah it's like it's scary for those people that get like because then they're just almost like lost absolutely there's only, there's only so much you can do but you're hoping that this kindness this thing will just help them kind of see like you know the brightest side of the situation and kind of be like okay it's not so bad and maybe start like you know just working on it and and know that you're not alone. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's what happens is I think a lot of time. Fortunately, things are changing. I think whereas there's not such a such stigma with mental illness, but I know at my when I was going through it, um, and I still struggle from time to time. So, but I have to be. But I'm really cautious when I start mm. to see myself sort of slipping. I know now kind of what to 
to do about that. But at the time when I was clinically depressed, I kept it all inside. I didn't let anybody know. And it made the crazy making much, much worse. And really, it was sad too, because there's probably all kinds of people, if I'd been honest about it, who said, who would say, you know what, I'm going through that too. You know, and gives them permission to say, I'm going through crap. Mm-hmm. I really am. And uh, so I try to be real now. Like, I try to be real. <laughs> I hope I'm real. I, uh, I try to be vulnerable. I guess that's... That makes sense. Right? Yeah. I try to be authentic because it was something I say could, like we said, change somebody's life. Absolutely. Right? Which is awesome. So, Mickey, this is the part of the show called The Motivational Moment. How would you describe your passion in five words or less? I would say speak up for the voiceless. And why would you choose those words? Did I warn you that I have a very emotional? You did, you did. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, as I don't want to go into a big, long spiel, but as a child, um, it wasn't the happiest home. I felt like I had no voice, which a lot of kids do, but it got a little, it was a little more than that. There was intense control and, and anger and stuff. Fair enough. And I think that that might be part of the reason I have a passion for this because I know how it feels to have everything taken away, to have no, no control, no voice. (laughs) And so I, I want people to be seen. I want them to be heard. I want them to know they're not alone, that there is somebody that cares. Absolutely. Always somebody that cares. Honestly, like, there's nothing better than talking. Some days there's nothing better than talking to a complete stranger about everything because it's like, why not? And then when they, like, give you, like, a good general, genuine response and stuff, and then it's like, it can honestly change. It changes, right? Like, because mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're giving your voice to that person where you feel like in other places you can't. So Absolutely. if anything, it's just like a step in the right direction. Absolutely. So that's really awesome. I'm sorry that I didn't mean to get No, it's okay. I, you asked my husband. I'm a, I cry <laughs> at the drop of the hat. So, and I should tell you, my, my son, Matthew, he's awesome. He gave me a cool birthday present. Oh yeah. What did he give you? He gave me a tattoo. Ooh. We have the same birthday, May 27th. Oh, no kidding. And uh, he designed it for me. Show, can I show you? Sure. I got to take off my, this, this is kind of awkward. <laughs> but, um, it's a, it's a megaphone. Okay. With a heart, with a bandaid on it. That's cool. So you're speaking up for, for the those bro- that are hurt, yeah, like broken. And because uh, he asked me, what's your, what's your favorite thing? Like, what's, what would you like to represent? And I told him. So, so he designed that for me. That's really cool. So there you go. That's awesome. <laughs> Good thing I shaved today. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Mickey, I wanted to thank you for coming on the show. It was a pleasure to have you. Oh, thank you. It was a pleasure to meet you, Brayden. Absolutely. Uh, where can the people find you? Like, Where can they find Works of Heart or anything? It's just worksofheartproject.com. Easy, okay. simple. Um, and on Facebook, Works of Heart Project. Okay. And then um, I think Instagram is Works of Heart. I think when, uh, no, Instagram is W-O-H Project. Okay. Or is that Twitter? I get confused. Either way, I'll double check. I have an old brain. I have menopausal brain. <laughs> oh, pardon me. So, <laughs> Instagram. Oh, I don't even have it on here. Yeah, Instagram <laughs> yeah. is Works of Heart Project. Okay. Twitter is W-O-H Project. Okay, perfect. <laughs> See, I didn't use my notes. Yeah, once. I, that's not bad. That's, that's pretty bad. good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you like that episode, make sure you hit the subscribe button. 
Uh, you can check out the other videos. You can find me at Just Charisma on anything. And uh, make sure you like, subscribe. I already said that. And I uh, hope you guys have a great day and enjoyed this episode. Thank you. And be kind. <laughs> <laughs>